Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we are in week number five of our series called Next Level Marriage, where we're trying to give you a weekly focus, just something you can tweak in your life to take your marriage to the next level. And today's challenge is going to be simply get healthy. Get healthy. And now when I talk about being healthy, I want you to understand we're not talking about a shape. I've met people who have chiseled bodies but lives that are falling apart. And I think so often that we can judge people by the shape of their body or about the look of their life. We judge people by their Instagram or their social media presence and we automatically think because we've seen their highlights, they must have a perfectly healthy life. But I've learned this, that some people have some great skills on social media, but they have poor, healthy habits. And so I really want to challenge you to look at your life and to um, identify in your life maybe things that might not be as healthy as they need to be, and also to have the conversation with your spouse that says, how can we as a couple get healthier? So when we're talking about health, we're talking about a number of things that can add into our health, because health really has four levels. Health is physical. Health is emotional, health is mental, and health is spiritual. And all four of them are separate categories, but yet all four of those categories are intertwined with one another. So you can't deal with one without affecting the other. They all interact. Now, as a believer in Christ, as a pastor, I've had people that I've interacted with for years that seem like they are very spiritually healthy, but they want to disconnect it from everything else. I want you to understand something that just because you read the Bible and you pray and you have what seems like a strong spiritual life, if you are ignoring it or trying to disconnect it from everything else, you're missing the point of all of this. Because whatever God has given you, he's called you to be a steward of, to be a manager of. And so you... You can go to church and you can read the Bible. You can spend time in worship and listen to all the worship songs in the car that you want. But you need to take care of your physical life. You need to take care of your mental life, your emotional life, because they do affect your spiritual life and vice versa. Your spiritual life should affect the others. Taking care of yourself is a very deep spiritual thing. And we need to do better about caring for ourselves, not by necessarily getting a better shape, but having greater health. And so I wrote down some very simple, simple, practical things that you can do that affects you on all four of those levels. I, I wrote down first and foremost, eat well. That may seem kind of silly to start off with, but listen, your diet affects everything. It can affect your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health. You need to eat well. And now when I talk about eating well, I'm not a dietitian, but I'm here to say I'm not talking about just having a balanced breakfast or a balanced meal where you've got all four um, th- all four categories present. You've got your grains, you've got your dairy, you've got your protein, and you've got your fruit or vegetables. I'm not talking about that necessarily, but I've learned that when the better that I take care of what I'm eating, I, I feel better. I operate better, that I'm not just feeding my body junk. I'm not just feeding my body things that it doesn't need. When I eat better, it affects all four of those areas. Some of us have never stopped to think how we're eating is affecting all of the areas of our life. I wrote down not just eat well, but sleep well. Or maybe you want to write down rest well. Sleeping well and resting well, I think, are two different things, but they're intertwined because your body needs a reset. Your body needs to rest. Just like if you have a problem with your phone and you contact somebody for support, one of the first things they tell you to do is shut it off and to restart it. 
because even the best of technology that we have in this world needs to rest. You were built to rest. God gave the Sabbath not for him. He gave it for us to rest our bodies and to rest well. And perhaps some of the struggles that you're having in your marriage and some of the struggles you're having emotionally and mentally and even physically and spiritually is because you're not resting well. You're not positioning yourself to sleep well. You're not going to bed at proper times. Um, You're not stopping yourself from work in order to get some sort of mental rest, rest well. So eat well, sleep well, rest well. I wrote down the words read well. It's important to shut off Netflix, Hulu, Prime, whatever you're watching, and get a good book and read well. Um, fiction, I hear is I hear this um, the stats, and I've read the articles. That fiction relaxes your brain. Find something fictional to read. It's something that my wife does when she can't sleep or when she wakes up because she's been dealing with insomnia. She doesn't go on social media. She doesn't watch um, a TV show or a movie. She pulls out a book on her phone and she just reads fiction to relax her brain to get her to go back to sleep. Um, An unwritten rule that we kind of have on our staff here is you have to have something in your backpack. And what that means is you have to have a book. You need to be reading something. Challenge your brain, stretch your brain because it affects you emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and I would yet say physically because what happens in the brain affects the body. So eat well, sleep well, rest well, read well, laugh well. Laugh well. Have fun. Get some sort of laughter and fun in your life. Find things to help relax your life in order to smile more and to really enjoy life and embrace all that God has given you. Laughter, man, I'm telling you what, there are few things in life that really impact all four of those areas so deeply. And I think laughter is a very, very deep thing. I remember a strong criticism I got years ago that um, when I first came to the church, somebody said, we laugh too much in church. We don't need you to make us laugh. We need you to teach the word. And the reality is, yes, I do need to teach the scriptures. Yes, I do need to preach well. But the reality is we need to be a people who laugh, that there's joy in the presence of God, whereas presence is is the fullness of joy. Jesus said, I come that your joy may be full. We need to be a people full of joy because that gets us healthy and it creates a healthier marriage. So laugh well. Um, And I would say in terms of laugh well and having fun, get yourself a hobby. Get yourself something to do that relaxes your brain and and causes enjoyment. For me, it's rock climbing. My wife is a runner. She enjoys running. It's like a breath of life. She's out in the fresh air. She's out in the open. She's out in the sunshine. She loves to run. I've got a friend of mine that lives over in Bedford, Michigan and, and the temperance area, and he carves wood. He goes into his garage, I think, and he just carves wood. And I watch him on Instagram, and it's amazing to me, and that's his thing. And, and because he's got that hobby, it actually keeps him healthier mentally and emotionally and has a physical effect because he does it in community and has a spiritual effect because of that community and those friendships it develops. It's an awesome thing. Don't just balk at the idea of a hobby. It has deep levels to it, which leads me to have community. Get community. As a as a self-proclaimed introvert, I love being alone. I love solitude. But every single week, I get phone calls from certain friends or I call them. And we talk on the phone, people that I hang out with. There are individuals I like to connect with because I need community. When I go to the climbing gym, I do it to do more than just go work off aggression or to have fun climbing and to do the challenges. I love my community there at the gym. The things that we talk about, the things that we laugh about, uh, we work together on. 
on on climbing routes and really challenge each other and community and friendships friendships does it and then lastly i wrote the word serve well serve well if you want to get healthier emotionally mentally physically spiritually serve find a place to serve find somebody to serve if you don't know where to serve talk with your pastor if you don't know where to serve look in your community there's a gospel mission that you can serve at there's a like we have places like loaves and fishes something that my son and i have done is meals on wheels and learn to serve people food and to drop off uh, things at people's door that they need find a place to serve and when you get yourself in a mode of serving you actually begin to get yourself in a mode of being christ-like jesus came uh, not to be served but to serve and when we launch out and we act uh, as christ acted we begin to find a sense of fulfillment but that fulfillment really is a sense of health because we're acting and operating in the way that we were called to act we were called, we were made in the image of God. And so when we serve, we actually act like God and we return back to what we were supposed to be in the mode of serving one another. So I've given you just some practical things that you can sit and talk about with your spouse and ask the question, how can we get healthier? Now you could start it off in the negative and say, what are some of the unhealthy habits in our life? But let's start with the positive. What are some healthy habits that we can instill in our lives? And what you'll discover is as you start talking about the healthy habits, you're going to see that to make room for those, you may have to step back from some unhealthy habits. And so it's a great conversation to have. Sit, talk, and get yourself healthy as individuals. And then utilize that to help get yourself healthy as a couple. Because healthy individuals build into healthy couples. Healthy couples help create healthy communities. And if we can do that together... I believe we can transform our communities just by us choosing to be healthy. That's all I've got for today. Have a great Marriage Monday, and we'll see you next week.